Welcome, everyone. Here is another episode of The Rundown. Thanks for tuning in. I am Sunny Galt. I'm a messenger with United Network News. We, UNN, are the official news channel for CARE, which stands for the Center for Amity and Restoration of Earth. And what we talk about is what we call the real news, because there's a lot of people, there's a lot of information coming out right now, and most of it's incorrect. Most of it is still part of a narrative, even when you think that you are escaping the mainstream media narrative and you try to go off on these tangents on some of these other places. Any of these alternative media sites that have larger followings are still following some sort of a narrative. Even if the host is completely unaware of it, they are still getting their information from people that Maybe those people aren't even aware, but it all comes back to the same people at the top controlling us. And so we are breaking that cycle by giving you real information because until you have real information, you can't really make the best decisions for you and your family, right? And we give out this information primarily through our newscast that comes out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and you can find that at unitednetwork.tv. That is our online distribution platform. And if you become a member, you not only get all of our newscasts, but we have great health and wellness videos that we produce and some uh, some other original content. So if you want more information, go to the website. You can learn more about that. There's a free trial and all that good stuff. The reason we do this podcast is because most of that information is behind a paywall. And this is really important stuff to get out to the public. And so we talk about some of those things on this podcast. We cover local stories, which are told to us through our field messengers, which I'll tell you more about in just a bit. We talk about the new earth and where our planet is going, which may seem a little woo-woo to some people out there, but that's okay. Bear with us. (laughs) This is and, and will be commonplace for everyone in the very near future, okay? Because big changes are happening and it doesn't matter what religion you're part of. It doesn't matter, you know, how you grew up or whatever. We're all going through this together. Whether you, whether you believe it or not, it's happening. We talk about regional stories that impact the people. We really don't care what governments have to say anymore. If you don't already know this, all governments are puppets for, I mean, you could call it like a a secret government ahead of them or above them, but it's not even a a government. Um, You know, the people that you see in the government, they are just puppets. They're talking heads. You know, it's coming from another agenda and it doesn't mean anything. So we basically, as much as we possibly can, have cut governments out of, you know, the main news portion of our website because our website, (laughs) our website, too. But I meant our newscast because it doesn't matter what they say. Right. And then we also have something we call our World Situation Report. Now that I guarantee you are not going to hear anywhere else. And we break down what's real, you know, as far as the headlines and stuff are concerned. And, you know, what is just, you know, made up lies and what's really happening behind the scenes. Because sometimes you see these headlines and you're like, I know there's another story behind this. Well, that's the information you're going to get in the World Situation Report. We talk about stuff that's happening here on our planet, but elsewhere as well. Because we are just one planet in a ginormous universe, but there's also multiple universes and there's different planes of existence. And when you combine all that together, you have what we call the multiverse. So there's a lot going on. (laughs) 
And you may be asking, well, how do you have this information? Like, how do you know things that other people don't know? And that's because we have access to the highest security clearance on this planet. So Kim Gogan, who comes on and does our world world situation report, she runs the alpha system. The base for the alpha system is not even on this planet, you guys. Okay, but it allows us to see exactly what's going on. So we don't have to ask for a lot of outside information and we are not reliant on their crazy narratives because we can get to the truth much faster. And like I said, you know, if some of this just seems a little too out there for you, it's okay. Bear with us. You know, take the information in, discern it for yourselves, because that is what we really need to do at this time. We have to use our built-in discernment, which I equate to being your built-in lie detector within your person, within your body. And you have it. It may be dormant (laughs) right now, or you may be just getting it out now, dusting it off. All of that is fine. You know, we have been trained to just believe people because they have a television show or a podcast or a radio show or they're in the military or they're, you know, an entertainment person and, you know, have all this wealth and influence. But like that has nothing to do with the truth, nothing to do with the truth. So you need to use your discernment as much as possible. We encourage you to do your own research and think critically, ask questions and then see what information you can come up with. And tune into our newscast because odds are we're going to be talking about this stuff. You can even submit your own questions um, as part of our newscast if you want to ask uh, Kim some questions as well. So let's go ahead and just dive into this. This is the rundown for Monday, December 18th, 2023. All right, let's talk about our Field Messenger report. So if you haven't heard of Field Messengers before, this is what our newscast is all about. We believe that you guys are the best people to tell stories about what's happening in your community. Not us, because we don't live where you live. And if I were to send a reporter out to wherever you are, they're not going to tell the story as well as someone who gets it, who really cares about that area. And again, going back to these false agendas and these storylines and everything that the mainstream is feeding you, you know, you guys don't have that kind of um, interest, right? You're not interested in following their narrative. You're interested in getting to, you know, the root of whatever it is that you're trying to explain. And so we think that uh, that that's the best way to tell stories. And that's what we encourage you to do. If you want more information on how to become a field messenger, you can get that at unitednetwork.news. That's the news portion of our site. We have some of our written articles there. Um, All of our field messenger reports are also available for free. So if you want to watch any of those at the end of this podcast, I'm going to give you a link that you can go to. You can join one of our Telegram groups and we post all the direct links to our Field Messenger reports there. So I'll tell you more about that in just a bit. But if you want more information about becoming a Field Messenger, if you go to unitednetwork.news and then under the Field Messenger tab, you'll get a ton of info. All right, we've got two stories for you today. The first one, actually both of these are from Australia. The first one is from John in Singleton, Australia, and he tells us about 5G and surveillance in his city, in his area in Singleton. So he says there are a large number of 5G towers that are being installed in his area. 
And Singleton has about 23,000 people and they have 47, I guess he went through an accountant, or maybe there's some information online about this, but 47 5G towers. Now that sounds like a lot, right? And he believes that this is to prepare for what he calls 15-minute neighborhoods. And we've talked about this a little bit on the news before. This is their idea of kind of having everything in, you know, one little area and basically segregating people. And they make it sound like it's eco-friendly and this amazing thing, but it's not. It's control over your person and... um like I said, it's just isolating for people. And they're hoping for, for Singleton, their, their whole idea, their pitch was that they could have this by 2041. And John goes through and he talks about how this is really trying to create a technocratic society. This is physical and digital enslavement. And he also had this phrase I thought was interesting. He's like, we're, you know, they're basically just building battery farms for humans, which Again, if you haven't heard those terms and some of these things said before, that may seem a little out there, but that is how humanity has been used for a very long time. We have powered whole other planets and solar systems and everything with our energy. It was stolen from us. You know how sometimes it doesn't happen anymore. It's, it's called loosh and our bodies aren't being used in this way anymore. But you know how like in the past, you know, you have a lot of energy and all of a sudden it's like it's just gone. Okay, there is a scientific explanation for that, and that's because our energy was being taken from us. So that's what he's referring to when he says battery farms for humans. So that's our first story. It's always important to be aware of the stuff that's happening in your community. So thank you, John, for your report. And our next report comes from Helen, who's in Melbourne, Australia. And she is also really good at keeping an eye out on what's happening in her community. She told us about what she calls a highway scam, something that she noticed on the highway. And again, this goes back to just being aware of what's happening in our communities. We have to support each other. We have to take care of each other as a community, right? So she says she was driving on the freeway and she saw a sign that the freeway is blocked up, right? Like you're not going to be able to move, you know, coming up here. And she started to see these trucks that were kind of blocking different areas, like causing this congestion. And she said the trucks looked like they were there for absolutely no reason. But what was interesting is, you know, it's like, you know, there's an area and it's all built up and it kind of, you know, slows down to a crawl. And she said the next turn off, like they were encouraging people to, you know, don't stay here because, you know, it's it's slowing down to a crawl. So the next turnoff was a toll road. Now, you know, with toll roads, you have to pay in order to drive on these roads. So they were basically encouraging people to use a toll roll, toll road <laughs> instead of waiting in line on the freeway. And there were a bunch of people getting off. And she said, even, you know, just a one way to get on this toll road was $12. So that's a lot of money to pay, right? And she also did a little bit of digging to find out, well, who profits from toll roads, which have you ever looked that up? I've actually never looked that up. But that's a great question to ask. you got to follow the money with this. And of course, big corporations, the Black Rocks and places like that ultimately are the beneficiaries of toll roads, of course. And then she said after, because she decided to stay on the freeway, and she said shortly after, 
you know, a lot of people, you know, turned off for the toll road. Shortly after that, the freeway completely opened up. So, you know, there's stuff like this all around. And once you are a little bit more aware of the agenda, you start to notice it more and more. And if you do, take, you know, take out your cell phone and show us what's going on. So let's talk about the new earth. This segment was created a few months back because we not only want to tell you what's happening on our planet now, but we want to prepare you as much as possible for where we're going because everything about this planet is changing. If you've listened to our world situation report before, you know we have just ended what is called a dark age. And we were in that for a very, very long period of time. We have transitioned into a light age and we will remain in a light age forevermore moving forward. This is huge. So this is not even really a an age anymore. It is a period of, I would say time, but time is really an illusion. Words are escaping me right now. Our, our humanity needs more words here. But the point is that everything is changing. And we're, we have these incredible abilities that are now essentially going back online. You know, we're remembering who we are and we have to learn how to adapt and how to live in this new environment. And so with the new earth, we usually have an interview. And so I talked to Michelle about manifestation, but it's more regarding being in theta mode when you manifest. So theta is a brainwave state. And essentially, when you feel completely connected to God or source, because we're on the light side here, so we're going to talk about God and source, then you are basically in theta mode. And, you know, now we've got some terms to define, you know, you should be, you know, just be kind of get in that mode, pray, do whatever you need to do to connect with God. Well, it's really about the brainwaves. And so Michelle tells us how being in theta, so being connected to God, can help you manifest what you want. And a lot of the things that were on this planet to really bring us down and to stop our ability to manifest have been taken away. We still have some remnants of things here and there. But for the most part, what we want to have happen, we can manifest. You know, it can't have, you know, some deep, dark, horrible agenda to it like the deep state does. But, you know, if you want something to happen in your life, you need to believe it. There's, you know, kind of a process for doing that. And you can enhance that when you are in theta mode. So that's what the interview was about. I thought it was interesting because Michelle even explained some of the things she's been able to manifest while in theta mode, whole trips and stuff like that. It's pretty incredible what humanity can do. So I encourage you guys to check out that interview. Then we also have a few more stories. Uh, the first one is about the three Ps of affirmations. I'm a big fan of affirmations. If you haven't done this before, really, affirmations are self-declared statements that you make that are important for your own personal transformation. And it goes along with manifestation. You are saying affirming things that you want to have happen in your life. And what so many of us have failed to understand for a long time, myself included, is how powerful our words are, how powerful our thoughts are. And now we need to take back that power. You know, don't throw that kind of stuff out the window. To, you know, hold on to your power as much as possible. There are so many programs on this planet right now encouraging you to 
Look for a savior to come in and save you. But really, you are your own savior because you are a powerful creator. And the things you want to have happen, you can affirm, you can manifest, and it will happen in your life. So this particular story is about how to go about saying these self-declared statements. And you can do that with the three Ps, which I'm going to give you now. Positive, present tense, and personal. So when you're making these statements, and I usually do it out loud. I don't know that you have to do it out loud, but it's more of a belief and intention, right? So first you have to stay positive. And that doesn't mean just, you know, don't be down on yourself or whatever. But avoid using the word no or anything in the negative because the universe does not hear no. You know, if you say, I do not want to be sick or I am not sick, then what the universe hears is I am sick. Does that make sense? So cut out all the negativity. And I know we don't even realize we're being negative when we say that. That's just part of our vernacular. But you are. okay. so take out that. Say, I am healthy. I use I am statements all the time when I'm doing affirmations. So I am safe. I am secure. So those are examples of positive statements. Now, the present tense. So that's another good reason to do the I am. It makes it present tense as opposed to I will, okay, or something like that. Because time, as I said earlier, is an illusion. Everything is in the now. So keep it present tense. It's like it already happened. You know, even if you're not feeling healthy, say I am healthy because you are literally bringing it to life. And then also keep it personal. So try not to, you know, ask for someone else to do something for you. Kind of figure out how to bring it back to you. And, you know, instead of saying, I want my boss or my boss is going to give me a raise. Well, why do you have to include your boss? (laughs) Come back to you. I am getting a raise this month. I am making more money to help my family in the new year, whatever your statement is. So those are some great guidelines as you're doing your positive affirmations. Next story is about an interesting educational model in Rancho Cielo. That's the name of the, the location, the place in Salinas, California. And Rancho Cielo provides an alternative path for at-risk youth. And this was started a while back in 2003. In fact, a judge started it. I'm sure there's a story behind that. Well, obviously, you know, a judge would see, you know, people kind of coming through the system and the system not really working out. So Judge John Phillips created this again in 2003 as a substitute for jail for youth. And it's basically a location, a place. The campus looks like a high-end public high school. And they have different training programs, things like construction, auto and diesel repair, welding, culinary arts, agricultural technology. And here's the beauty of everything, right? You got to look at the numbers and, you know, see, is this actually working out? And what they found is that only 15% of students that are part of Rancho Cielo and the program there end up reoffending. Now compare 15% to the county's juvenile justice system 
of 40%. So if they're going to go through the system that the state, the county already has set up, then you have about a 40% chance of reoffending. But with Rancho Cielo, it's only 15%. That's incredible, right? And again, doing these kind of stories is all about rethinking the way our society is set up and getting us outside of that hamster wheel, right? Oh, this is the way we've done it. This is the way we always have to do it. No, 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 no. We're, we're creating a new earth here. So, something isn't working. Change it. So maybe some of you that are listening to this now have, you know, a need like this in your community. Maybe something like this could work. And our final story is part of the new earth is about small talk. Now, uh, we met with our writing and uh, research team last week, and we were talking about this story. And the reason they, they're bringing it up now is because, you know, it's holiday time and you may find yourself in some situations. Maybe you're at a party or something for your work and you have to make small talk with someone. And sometimes it's just this weird, awkward thing. Because small talk is small, right? You're not talking necessarily about big concepts. But what this story is about is treating it not like it's a trivial thing, but think about it more like a stepping stone toward deeper, significant topics. Because if you think about it, think about your friends and how you met your friends that, you know, are in your life today. Most of the time, you didn't just start talking about really big concepts, right? There was always something that got you into it. Maybe you met through, you know, your kid's whatever, football team or something like that. You know, you probably started talking like, hey, you know, they did pretty good last week. Let's keep it up this week. I mean, all of that is small talk. But most times you have to go through the small talk until you can get to the really good stuff, until you can get to the beginning of a friendship, right, to get to know the person a little bit better. And there's actually a formula to this. It's called the 4357 rule. Now, what that means is when you're talking to someone, you're making small talk, try to talk only 43% of the time. Obviously, it's less than half, right? And listen 57% of the time. Don't ask me how they came up with these stats or these percentages, but it sounds like a good idea to me. Basically, you know, talk less, listen more. And isn't that the truth, right? We all have to become good listeners again, Because that completely flies in the face of what society tells us, right? It's like, get your voice out there and, you know, be heard. And, you know, and then we just start fighting and nobody's listening. So I think the 4357 rule is good for all of us, whether or not we're making small talk. I think it's a good life lesson. In our regional news, so these are stories that impact the people. Like I said, we don't really talk about government stuff anymore. Unless it's directly impacting you. So if some government head says something and they're just yapping away, we're not really interested in that. But we like to give you real news that you can use in your communities and your in your regions. So our first story is about shoplifting being on the rise in the UK. So this falls under retail crime. And this is up 25% in England and Wales. And it's also up 21% in Scotland over the previous year. But here's the really interesting part of this story. The criminals are women, children, and what they call Eastern Europeans, but they're all victims of human trafficking. Now, not to say that, you know, other people aren't shoplifting, okay? But the vast majority of people are doing this because they're being forced to. 
And I think when we think of human trafficking, this isn't necessarily one of the things that we think about, but we have to have a more comprehensive view of the things that are violating our sovereignty right now. So these people are being forced into shoplifting. Sometimes they're doing begging on the streets. They may also be selling drugs. And all of this is from organized crime groups. There's been a 10.3% increase in what I'm going to call modern slavery, which is, you know, essentially human trafficking in the UK in 2022. Okay, so that's not good. And children are at the highest risk right now in the UK area. 27,000 children are being exploited by crime gangs. And that's what we know about, right? Those are the numbers we can track. And just think about how high that number probably actually is. Next story is about women going to prison in Afghanistan. And it's not for the reasons you might think. So in Afghanistan, all state-run women protection centers providing refuge for survivors of gender-based violence, all of those places are now closed And they were closed by the Taliban because the Taliban thought they were unnecessary, again, their words, and a quote-unquote Western concept. Now, were there issues with some protection centers? You know, every center is a little bit different, and who knows how things were run over in Afghanistan. But obviously, women need support if they're trying to get out of an abusive situation. And not just women, okay? Children, and, you know, I'm sure men are part of this as well. Just, again, it's not reported as much. So what the Taliban said is that women who don't have a safe male relative to stay with, well, then... They need to be sent to prison for their protection. Now, it's not the same as being sent to prison, you know, because you're a criminal. But at the same time, prison isn't supposed to be, it's not like a luxury place, right? It's not supposed to be very accommodating. And what is happening as a result is this is forcing more women to confine to their homes. There are also severe restrictions on education for women in Afghanistan past sixth grade. They also have difficulty getting access to public spaces as well as job opportunities. In fact, did you know women traveling more than 45 miles have to have a male companion? The male companion is required to be with them when traveling. And the Taliban has even closed beauty salons because they were thought of as a safe haven for women. Now, this sounds horrible, right? And it is horrible. But essentially, this kind, you know, this is the same pattern that we have seen play over and over again throughout Earth's history. Not just with women, but Elite groups having more information over other people and don't let them do this and don't let them do that and don't tell them about this, you know, don't give them, you know, this esoteric type knowledge of what's really happening, you know, in our world and our universe and all those kinds of things. I kind of view it as the same thing. This is on a smaller scale, but it's just as horrible, right? And it's all about isolating people and not giving them access to the information and the tools and the resources to be successful and to lead thriving lives. 
Okay, let's talk about Kenya now because there's some cool stuff happening over there. There is a surge right now in self-published authors, which is great, right? More voices out there, you know, leads to more people thinking, hopefully thinking critically. There is an online platform called Nuria Bookstore, and it supports seasoned and first-time authors. And they now have a thousand authors that are quote-unquote on board using their platform. And they uphold really high standards in book quality, editing, and content, so everything looks really great, easy to read, all that good stuff. And authors can register as sellers, then they upload their books, and they receive a unique link for each of their published books. And then people can order. And ordering books, it's more efficient. And then the authors can also, you know, track and monitor their sales. And so these authors are taking a chance. You know, if you don't have a a well-known name in the publishing space, sometimes it can be very easy to get your work out there. But there are people taking chances. And it's a beautiful thing. And our final story for our regional news is about how Americans feel about the military, specifically enlisting for the military. This is based on a new survey. And what was found is that the majority of Americans support joining either the reserves or a service academy. However, half of Americans would tell young people, if they ask them, to not enlist in the regular military, okay? And this coincides with something else that's happening right now, and that is military recruitment, at least in 2022. I'm not sure if we've got the numbers for this year yet, but in 2022, it was one of the worst recruitment years on record. And so it kind of goes hand in hand, right? It may be that... The people are driving this, right? And if they're discouraging their kids, their nephews, nieces, friends to join, then it could definitely be impacting those numbers. This, the study or the survey also found that Americans still hold a, high, a very high positive view of military veterans. And that is true. Uh, most places you go in the U.S., if you are a military veteran, you get treated pretty well. I mean, of course, there are the one-offs and whatever. They're going to be jerks. But, you know, most of Americans, you know, really respect people that are, you know, going to go into the military and at least with the idea that they're helping. Now, we know from a top-down view that the military and the people that have enlisted in the military have been used and abused over and over again. And maybe that's part of the reason, too, that this information is now getting out and the numbers are lower and recruitment is lower. You know, you go in thinking that you're going to help and you end up, you know, all wars are choreographed. They're they're staged. Real people get hurt. Absolutely. And in many cases sent home in body bags and, you know, families are devastated. All of that is real. What's not real is the reasons why people are going to war. And it is all choreographed from these, you know, well, right now it's kind of people that, you know, think that they have power and are kind of trying to call the shots. But there was a very big pyramid structure behind all of this. Now, most of the people at the top have been taken out. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens long term with this. We will always have a need for protection, but will we need all these militaries and, you know, 
all the the firearms and everything behind it? I don't think so. All right. In our world situation report, Kim joined us from the office of The Guardian. So on Friday, we talked about the deep state and how they were expecting their ship show. Remember, the aliens were supposed to come and you might see them, you may not see them, but they're going to come and they're going to restore the elite's power and they're suddenly going to have access to the financial system, the alpha system, all this stuff and control the planet again, right? Well, newsflash, I don't know. I don't know if you guys were waiting with bated breath, but no aliens came. Sorry. <laughs> Nothing happened with the Q clock. Everyone was waiting for this stupid, you know, website and, you know, the, the countdown and what's going to happen when it gets to zero. There's going to be blackouts and all this craziness and nothing happened. Nothing happened. So what we got according to Kim, are a lot of meetings. A lot of meetings took place. She talked about meetings with the Treasury, with the military, with operatives. And we also talked about the silent circle. So this is a continuation. If you guys haven't heard, you know, I recommend going back and and listening at least to last week's um, podcast episodes because you kind of need to get caught up on where we are with things. So the silent circle, this this is, I'm only going to play one soundbite today because the majority of everything we talked about had to do with the silent circle. And there is a faction of the silent circle, uh, you know, a few families, essentially, that weren't on board with the restoration plan, weren't on board with Kim, um, you know, were following elite people and doing stuff to basically harm humanity. So today we learned more about the person that's really driving and calling the shots out of this small faction. And most of the silent circle wants to move forward, okay? So we are talking about a relatively small group of people, and then they have someone that is leading it, and we didn't get his name, okay? Uh, There for a while, Kim was calling him the Italian naysayer, okay, because these are Italian families, just so happen to be Italian families that have broken off and, you know, still want to work with the deep state. So Kim gave them a ton of information to verify as far as locations and, you know, operations, things not working anymore. And so they had to go back and they basically, this Italian naysayer (laughs) who's been running stuff over there, he basically needed to verify the information that Kim gave him. And then the plan was today by, I think she said 12 p.m. Eastern, that it wasn't necessarily him because that's not how they work. Like they passed down information, multiple ranks and whatever. But there were many people that were waiting for this guy to make a call now that he had this information on what are the next steps. Because again, Rothschild said aliens were going to come. No aliens came. You know, nothing's going on with this stupid cute clock. Nobody, you know, seems to know what's going on. And so what is the next step? And this guy is a pretty, you know, I don't, I don't want to toot his horn too much, but he was causing a lot of problems in the world right now. So when we think about the war in Israel, we think about what the Trump operatives are doing and this crazy Trump narrative and he's coming back and he's whatever, he's going to do all this stuff. Like it's all insane. Okay, what are the large corporations doing and all of that? This guy kept himself pretty well hidden, but essentially he was calling the shots on a lot of this. So we're going to learn more about him today 
and more about his role and where he is now, what happened to him today. Something really important happened. So here's Kim. There were still, as I had told you, a few families within the silent circle that did not want to comply. And turns out one of these families behind the scenes, nobody really even knows who they work for in this, in these groups. You know, this, it's mm. a, there's always a hidden hand uh, somewhere. And one of these groups, uh, it is uh, one of the Italian families. I'll leave it at that. and won't give a name. And, I would say that this person has been driving a lot of the different agendas that have been going on around the world. Uh, He also believed there were aliens coming. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was very, very close to the head of the Silent Circle's father. And when he passed away several months back, this guy kind of took the reins a little bit, um, sort of playing his role uh, around the world. And, you know, he kind of did buy into some of the more esoteric knowledge that he had been given and passed down from, from the father. And as I have told you, the father is not a good guy, was not a good guy and um, not at all. Uh, you could say he was very familiar with the Abraxas, probably partnered with the Abraxas. And, and this is where things get very confusing for all of those that work for them and with them, because nobody even knows who's pulling the strings. So this brings me to why today has been crazy. So a meeting has been called, a worldwide meeting, by Mr. Naysayer. Call him Mr. Naysayer. Mr. Naysayer over there in Italy. And he has uh, operatives, uh, political operatives, uh, Federal Reserve operatives, uh, Treasury operatives. Um, You could even go as far down to say like Trump operatives and those types of people all sitting in various zones, much like the Durango zone and here as well, uh, all over the world right now waiting for a phone call from a representative in Washington, D.C. This representative is someone that actually works with the Federal Reserve as well. Uh, So... What he has been doing, this call was supposed to take place at the time of this recording about an hour and a half ago. That would put you at about noon Eastern time. And so far, there's been no call. Uh, The reason why there has been no call is this man has verified a lot of information I sent to the right phone last week. Remember, we were talking about whose phone is the right phone? And he personally sent his people out to all these various locations that I listed there and told them that there's nothing there anymore. So he has confirmed about 99% of it as as this moment in time. Therefore, the person in Washington, D.C. is waiting for now a call from this person's representative to, um, to tell him what to tell everybody. Now, this would be 
and I and I and, and this isn't by no means an insult, but it's a uh, it's kind of rank and file in the order. And you have your higher ranking operatives and your lower ranking operatives, fixers, freelancers, political fixers we talked about. And that's kind of the level of people that are waiting for this call. Everybody else already heard the information yesterday and we're given an opportunity to verify that information as well. So what do we expect to happen? You know, right now, uh, as of this moment in time, this person is a little shocked and probably a little afraid of me, and he should be. Why do you think he's shocked, Kim? Just that you, you've been able to do what you said you were going to do and running these operations and things? Is that why he would be shocked? Well, think about it from their perspective. Number one, I'm not a man. Right. I don't want to be a man, never you know, and then that's that's an oddity in their world because most of the people that do these types of things are men. Mm. Uh, there has been no feminine leadership, true leadership uh, ever in the order. Now, you do have females that participate, uh, you know, to various degrees. You do have female operatives. You have female cyber people. You have female, uh, you know, they always have uh, beautiful women that, you know, go get the information and that kind of thing from men. It's yeah. easy to do. Uh, so they, they do have those types of people and those types of roles, but not really in, in that, this kind of a position ever. Now in the order that would be totally unacceptable. Yeah. Now people see, you know, they, they think, well, Hillary Clinton is awful. Yes. She's an awful person. Barbara Bush was terrible as well. There's, there's a lot of female uh, famous people you see that are part of the order, but they're not in charge and they never have been on this level. And it's a little confusing. That's very confusing. Uh, number two, uh, there are people that have been, let's say, scouting around uh, my house this morning looking for telecommunications equipment uh, to a degree that could run a key intelligence and military system. Now, number one, quantum systems work very differently. They wouldn't be able to detect it with, you know, looking for a phone line or a, a, some kind of fiber optic cable. Uh, that would not work uh, in this particular case. Uh, next, uh, you know, energy can block energy. You can do all kinds of sorts of things. So what they're looking for here is not what they're going to find. Mm -hmm. But these are the inquiries that they're kind of making today while they're waiting for this phone call. So they just want to know how you do what you do, right? So of course they do, because they don't understand how the information is coming back correct. Yes, all of that stuff actually happened, and they can see me running. Now, I don't run every single operation on the key intelligence and military system, but I do run a lot. And it says right there where I'm going, and it says what the target is, and it says, you know, who or what is the target, you know, in this particular case. So there's a lot of things that they do see happening, and they somehow are trying to trace it back to a a blonde lady in Durango, Colorado. And it's very confusing. Yeah. You know, how do they have thousands of people? I mean, just here alone, we've probably had somewhere between uh, 
50 to 100 people arrive in the last three hours. Wow. So, you know, and we're not the only zone that's crowded right now. There's a lot of other zones around the world that are quite crowded. Uh, so that's a lot of people running a lot of operations, whether they knew it or not, counter to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just me. I find this kind of funny <laughs> because the misogyny with the deep state, I feel like there is there is no end to the, the misogyny, okay? But there's something somewhat comical to me that they are just so perplexed that Kim is doing this. And <laughs> we were talking once the uh, once we stopped recording, Kim was telling us that she was doing some baking as well. And we we're, you know, because Kim loves to bake and cook and stuff. And she made all these Christmas cookies and she was laughing because she was like, they don't understand how I can cook and make Christmas cookies and then also run these operations and just be like, you know, defeating them at every turn. And I, to me, this is just a testament to the sense of humor that God has. It's like God slash source creator, whatever you want to call him, looked at this and went, you know what? Uh, yeah, they're not letting women do all this kind of stuff. And it's not it's not you guys. I'm not a huge feminist, but I just think it's hysterical that he put Kim in charge of ground command. And now all these men, their heads are just exploding. I mean, it, it, to me, it's very funny. It shows that God has a sense of humor, <laughs> and I really, really appreciate it. Um, but this guy's quite a character, right? So we never got his name, but I will give you a little bit of an update since I'm recording this a little bit later. Um, on our Telegram channel for, it's called Care General Updates channel. I'll give you more information about how to find that in just a bit. But Kim posted some updates after this newscast came out. She said, and this is, I'm, I'm going to say uh, Pacific Time, since this is how it shows up on my Telegram, because I'm on Pacific Time. Around 1.44 p.m., she gave us an update and said, the Italian has departed. Okay, so obviously he did not make good life choices. I don't have the details on that, but he is no longer on this planet. He is back with God. His life has ended. Okay, and then she gave us a little bit more information uh, about 20 minutes later. And said that the Italian was the head of the Paula, I'm gonna I'm gonna totally butcher this, sorry guys, Paula Vicini family. So it's P-A-L-L-A-V-I-C-I-N-I. And I recommend this is where we talk about doing your own research and all that good stuff. You know, look up that name, see what information you can find out. So the head of that family was causing all of these issues. Now he is gone. What's going to happen now? Because what we've seen in the past with the deep state is that like you cut off the head of the snake and the next guy in charge just pops up right underneath him. And I do mean guy because they don't want women doing this stuff as we've learned, right? So is that going to happen or is the larger portion of the silent circle that was never involved in any of this stuff are they going to look at this and go, you know what, we're taking this back over. We've seen too much death and destruction. And obviously, you know, we've been able to verify this information that Kim's put out there. And she's telling the truth. 
Okay, and the world is changing and it's not what it used to be. And these aliens are not going to come back and kill us all. That is not what is going to happen on our planet. If they can get to that stage, I think things can move forward faster. But what's going to happen is, is uh, you know, the next family member going to come up that, you know, is, is against the restoration and all for the deep state? That's a, a possibility, too. And then this just kind of prolongs, you know, getting through and getting, you know, the people that do want to come on board and help with the restoration of the planet. It just prolongs all of that. So we will see. This is the latest and greatest, guys. So I don't have an explanation of exactly what happened. I'm sure we'll get an update from Kim on Wednesday. But like I said, our entire conversation was around this person. And now he's gone. So we will see what happens next. But do some research. You know, search for that name. See what you can find out about the families and get to know our world just a little bit better. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Rundown. If you did, please share this podcast with somebody you care about. It's obviously for free, so it's a great way to kind of get their wheels turning and get them thinking critically as well. For more information about our newscasts and our offerings, things like that, you can go to unitednetwork.tv. And if you subscribe, you get access to all of our newscasts, including the complete World Situation Report and original series that we produce, as well as those health and wellness videos I was telling you about earlier to connect with us. So if you want to, you know, not only get access to those, remember I said for the field messenger reports, you can watch those. Okay, well, this is the link that you're going to need. Go to unitednetwork.news connect. That has a page that lists all of our links. So if you want to know any of our Telegram channels, all of that good stuff, our website links, everything is there. And again, also the link for the Care General Updates channel. If you haven't joined that, I recommend you do that because that's where Kim will sometimes, you know, do these additional posts, like telling us the Italian guy has departed. She will do that on that channel, which obviously supplements the material that we talked about on the news. All right, guys, hope you enjoyed today's episode. This is The Rundown, and I'm Sunny Galt for United Network News, signing off.